Hey, Cartoon Tonic fans, it's officially time to start giving out free Cartoon Tonic swag. This giveaway's very first winner is Nick F. Nick wrote, cannot say good enough things about this podcast. Who doesn't love nostalgia and comedy? These guys nail it with great weekly content. They watch, review, and analyze old and new cartoons with a comedic and fun spin. They also incorporate cool facts about the show that resemble pop-up video on the old VH1 channel. I always look forward to new Cartoon Tonic episodes, and you can tell these guys love doing what they do. Thank you so much, Nick, and we will be in touch with you soon to get you your fantastic gift. Great news for anybody who didn't get a chance to enter. The Cartoon Tonic crew has decided to extend the review giveaway until our very first anniversary on October 13th. Be sure to drop us a review if you'd like a chance to win. All right, now let's get back to our show. This morning, Billy looked like any other boy, but as the moon rose, he turned into a werewolf. What the? Oh, God. She just, that was really <laughs> off putting. Oh, no. Welcome to Cartoon Tonic. My name is Brian Duchler. Joining me as always is Kayla and Josiah. How are you two feeling today? I am feeling quite spooky. Ooh. Good. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm getting what, into the, the Halloween spirit over here, Brian. What about you? Uh, I'm I'm doing pretty good. Um, we got a little special treat today. One of us is a ghost, and you'll find out at the end of the episode. Uh, is this another pale joke, Brian? <laughs> I mean, really, it could be any one of us that's a ghost, but clearly it's you, bud. <laughs> oh, one foot in the grave. So what do we... <laughs> I, wasn't, I was not going there. I was saying because you're the whitest out of three of us. But also, since you went there... <laughs> no, you're fine. You're going to live forever. Uh, gosh. This, oh this, gosh! This is the podcast where we drink and watch cartoons. I'm having a good time already, sitting in front of the computer that I just sat at for nine hours today. <laughs> already, this is uh, this is pretty cool. Uh, but no, we should be hyped. This is Halloween month, and I've been looking forward to this all year because it is my favorite time of year. The whole month of October is a holiday. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, were we supposed to argue? I was gonna, <laughs> no. Well, well, you said you don't care what anyone says, so we just thought, well, why, why not? Just take. I was hoping for it. like a little bit of a fight on it. Like, <laughs> no, I disagree. <laughs> no, I mean, honestly, the most I disagree is that as soon as it becomes fall, I mean, September twenty second, uh, it's Halloween, so it's yeah. spooky season. I want the temperature to be at the at the most like fifty five degrees. Yeah. Today it's like high 50s rainy drizzly it's got a good breeze all the colors are in lily i'm very excited about the temperature drop that's happening so. it is it's perfect it is literally perfect outside right now it's it's gray and depressing and i i'm, I'm here for it yeah it's, i mean i think we had best. that conversation before sunny days they assume they assume i'm going to get things done rainy days they appreciate me they know that if i get it done it's in spite of the rain and it's so welcoming and i love it Although I do, I do like dreary, but uh, I saw a double rainbow today. He did, and it was beautiful. And you posted, time... and, and you posted about it, which means it really, it really did get to you. Hey, <laughs> you know, we were just sitting on the couch, and uh, we had the window open because the weather is gorgeous, and there were just some kids screaming, 
And in the neighborhood that we live in, sometimes that means that somebody needs help. And so I went outside to check on them and they were just so excited that they were, it was like the perfect rainbow, Brian. You could see both sides of it. And as you like kept watching, double double fucking rainbow it was you could see it was great it was perfect it was nice and then my drunk neighbor came out and was like get that gold yeah <laughs> and then your other one was coming down from whippets he's like what's going on here man <laughs> uh that's yeah that's the neighborhood actually yep mm-hmm. you know you did say that like you know sunny days assume that you should like be going outside like it was like Today was my kind of day, mm-hmm. and I still like just went outside like once to get something out of the car, and then I felt guilty all over again. So, kind of, <laughs> kind of wasted. But hopefully, we'll have a few more of those before you know the snow gets here in like I don't know what twenty six hours. I'm going to assume because it's Michigan. Much. Yeah, at least once a week, every week in October, and then it'll come to stay mid November. Yeah. That spooky. Why do we, why do we, <laughs> we just live made here ourselves again? sad? We um listen, there are a lot of terrible things going on right now, and Michigan seems to be one of the safest places to live. That's fair. So well, what mean, you mean to say is there's a lot of spooky things going <laughs> yes, on right now. That's exactly what I meant. Uh speaking of spooky, we have a pretty spooky cocktail here. Kayla, why don't you tell us what we got going on? Okay, so I'll get into what we're watching real quick first because it doesn't make any sense. (laughs) We're going to be watching The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. So I decided to try my hand at making a bloody Mindy instead of a bloody Mary. Oh, puns. And here's the the kicker, the thing that I told you we'd talk about after you tried it. Have you tried it? No, I have not. I've been waiting. Go ahead. Just take a a sip of that bad lab. We both try. I am spooky. That's got a spice to it. So uh-huh. here's the thing. I I don't I don't hate it. I, I've never had one before. It's good. I have never made one before and can't drink it because there are several things that I'm allergic to in the vegetable juice thing that you use to make it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just found a recipe and followed it to the tea, which is another very spooky thing that happens because normally recipes aren't for me. I just get in there and make that whatever the true. hell I want. So it's not poison. And I'm glad you guys like it. No, it's it's very tasty. Sai, how many pickles did you get? <laughs> I, I have no pickles in mine, Brian. Mm. He asked for no pickles. Sans pickles. There's also no celery, unfortunately. I was hoping you'd have celery at your house, Brian, if you needed celery with your blood. Man, you Mary, would have but... just been real allergic to this drink. Yeah, had you I made can't. It There's like celery <laughs> juice and spinach juice in it, so I can't. Yeah, I, I was going to say, it. whatever you know, whatever uh, juice you used, it it's definitely heavy on the celery, so... Is it? <laughs> oh, yeah. I can taste it for sure. Used cat dander. <laughs> <laughs> Peanut flakes. Uh, what else is in there? Poison dart frog, you know, <laughs> stuff. Just, so just, because... just around the rim. I just put it around the rim. <laughs> but so I can't enjoy the Bloody Mindy. Instead, I made myself a cranberry and vodka, which we're not going to name because it is kind of a cop-out drink. So it's a... Instead of a Bloody Mindy, it looks kind of the same. It, it does. Mm-hmm. has a red hue. Yeah. Yeah, but it's cranberry you know, juice. Call me crazy, but I prefer you to live. So, you know, I'm I'm happy Aww, with whatever shucks. secondary. Aw, shucks. Uh, even though one of us is going to be a ghost by the end of this episode. I mean, uh, spo- Spoiler <laughs> alert. It's, it's just Josiah. He already heard it. <laughs> oh, he already God. It away. Uh, too much poison dart frog. Going out doing what I love. <laughs> <laughs> Licking frogs? <laughs> Uh, so uh, the Grim Adventures of 
Billy and Mandy, right? That's yes. what we're watching. Yeah. I, I I remember really. This is one of those weird ones. I remember loving the show, but I'm having a hard time remembering like specifics. Okay. Yeah. I I remember loving the voice of Billy because he's just like I I love dumb characters, and he's like that quintessential dumb character. Yes. Yes. And I remember really really loving the voice of Grim. Like they kind of yeah. made him like he's got like a Jamaican accent. Yeah, he's a, he's a Jamaican Grim Reaper, which I thought was like a really like fun choice. Um, and I remember Mandy just kind of being like creepy, be like no nonsense. So to have that uh, juxtaposition between you know creepy, no nonsense, you know dumb character, and a, and a Jamaican Grim Reaper, just I guess it uh, <laughs> appealed to the, uh, the sensibilities of a young Brian. But other than that, I'm having a really hard time remembering the show uh what what do you guys uh, remember about it well i have some intro like a intro to it a little bit of information on it if y'all want to dive into that grim adventures of billy and mandy or just called billy and mandy is an american animated television series created by maxwell adams for cartoon network but it has like a weird way that it came to be so when Billy and Mandy finally aired, it began as a series of segments on the show called Grim and Evil. I don't know if you guys remember yeah. Grim and Evil. I do uh, not. The Grim and Evil thing is a little confusing. So originally, Billy and Mandy were just parts of the show Grim and Evil. There were two short segments of Billy and Mandy and one of Evil Concarne, hence the name Grim and Evil. And then the shows split off from each other and actually Evil Concarne just kind of got canceled and the Billy and Mandy, Mandy segments became the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. So it ran as part of Grim and Evil from August 24th, 2001 to October 18, 2002, with segments of Evil Con Carne in there. And then from June 13th, 2003 to October 12th, 2008, it was just Billy and Mandy. Uh, originally, when pitched to the producers at Cartoon Network, it was rejected. Then it was part of a viewer poll event. And I don't know if you guys remember this, but I do a viewer poll event that was called Cartoon Network's Big Pick. And people could vote on what cartoon they wanted to see by literally calling in and voting by telephone, which was a thing. You didn't just like download an app. So old school. Or you could go onto the internet, which I imagine was like, like a, just a stationary static page. And you just checked a box on which cartoon that you wanted to watch. Mm -hmm. Um, the poll was from June 16th to August 25th, 2000. The final three choices were Grim and Evil, Whatever Happened to Robot Jones, which sounded really familiar to me. I think I've seen that one. Yeah. I probably voted for second place because, you know, second place. And then the last one was Long Hair and Double Dome, which I did not remember, Long Hair and Double Dome. I think I remember voting, actually. Yeah? Yeah. I, th- I think I voted for Grim. Yeah. <laughs> I think I have brain problems because I don't remember any of this. Uh, really? Yes. <laughs> Maybe you were Robot just Jones, real busy. Robot Jones, I can kind of picture. Real busy yeah. in the what, summer what, of 2000. What? Yeah, summer of 2000. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was crushing 11. it there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, obviously, the one that won was Grim and Evil. Whatever happened to Robot Jones took second, and the long hair and double dome just percentages were not in its favor. It was definitely an independent carrier. So Grim and Evil won and was put into production. Even farther back from that, though, the creator of the show, Maxwell Adam, actually thought up Billy and Mandy in 1995 when he was a junior at the University of Arts in Philadelphia. And he had to make a two-minute short for a thesis project. 
but I don't want to get too much into that because I actually did some really cool research on it and he's got some more fun facts for us on that particular piece. In total, there are 77 episodes, including the Grim and Evil segments and several specials, three movies, two special episodes, and 19 shorts of the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, which was way more. I had thought it was like like yeah, a two or crazy. three season thing. I didn't think that it was like seven full seasons. Yeah. And three movies. I don't remember. Yeah. Three movies. That's crazy. Yeah. So please, we are... please tell me one of them was live action because that always blows my mind. <laughs> one of them I almost picked when I wasn't sure that we should or that we would have time to watch it because it was an hour long made for TV movie. Um, it was like the jack-o'-lantern one and I kind of have memories of it. it seems really cool. Maybe we'll watch that at a different time. But um, it was the last special episode for season one of Billy and Mandy. Hmm. Um, but what we're going to watch today is season one, episode 12 called Who Killed Who? and tween wolf we're watching it on amazon prime uh they have all the seasons up you can buy an episode for two dollars if you want looking at it though i don't think that it has the regular format where it has the evil concarne in there i think it's just going to be the two segments of uh just grim Grim. yep okay so there's two two episodes that come to mind there's an episode i believe where grim gets a girlfriend who's like kind of goth and if I'm remembering it correctly, like as they go out on dates and stuff, like later on, she realizes that he's the real Grim Reaper. And she thought that he was just like, you know, another goth guy who dresses like the Grim Reaper <laughs> and gets like really freaked out. Yeah. Um, there's also, I believe, a episode with a giant green like monster that eats brains. That one stuck out in my head. I don't. That one doesn't stick out to me, the the brains one, but I remember the goth girl one. You do? Oh, yeah. yeah. And maybe just real quick, I don't know if I've touched on it yet. The series itself centers around the exploits of Billy and Mandy. Billy is a completely idiotic and kind of happy-go-lucky, like stumbled into positive situations kind of kid. Mandy is like... She's described as merciless. Oh, <laughs> which really? Is, that's yeah, a that's her descriptor her? word. Um, it's them and Grim, who is a Grim Reaper. And do you guys remember how Grim ends up in the friendship slash servitude of Billy and Mandy? No, that that always confused me because I never remembered that. But it seemed like he was there without like free will to be there. Ryan, like, do you remember? Him. No, I'm not even joking. That the only thing I can remember is that Grim was a Jamaican guy, and that's literally it. That I, I remember liking it, but that's all that's coming to my brain right now. So Grim gets contractually obligated to be best friends with Billy and Mandy after losing a limbo contest to save the life of Billy's 10-year-old pet hamster. Oh, my God. So on Billy's <laughs> hamster's 10th birthday, Grim shows up to take him because he's a 10-year-old hamster. Don't think that's supposed to happen. And they challenge him to a limbo competition in order to save his hamster's life. Oh, my God. And I think, if I'm remembering right, they do some wonky stuff, and Grim ends up losing even though he was supposed to win. And that's how he is forced to be in the servitude slash friendship of Billy and Mandy. That's perfect. I was um, going to say a fiddle contest, but that works too. <laughs> yeah, limbo, second. fiddle, it's almost the same word. <laughs> is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had to have a fiddle contest with the hamster. <laughs> I just remember, I mean, while we're talking about things, I remember before we get into some fun facts, um, like the 
the tone of the show was always really chaotic. Like some cartoons that you watch, there's like uh, arc or character development or like there's a conclusion at the end. But I just remember there being multiple times that like everybody is just dead at the end of the episode oh, really? or something terrible happens and they don't explain it. And it's just over. Like it was a very yeah. chaotically written cartoon. Yeah. I like, I'm a huge fan of dark comedy and uh, especially like dark cartoons. Mm -hmm. uh, this is definitely one that came to mind, like along with one of my favorites, like Zim. Mm -hmm. And actually Billy is voiced by Richard Stephen Horvitz, the same guy who voices Zim. Um, really? Yeah. So it's kind of neat that he has like his feet in two two different kind of like creepy, creepy cartoons. Dark cartoons. Yeah. yeah, I feel like he'd be really fun at parties. Like I, I kind of want to hang out with him. Yeah, right. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know about that. Getting into a fiddling contest with his hamsters while limboing. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> what I do at all of my birthday parties that you guys never come to. Along the lines of uh, maybe not going to a party with that guy. Common Sense Media did give the show three out of five when it first aired. Really? Said that it has goofy punchlines, but extremely obscure cultural references and recommended that if you watch it, you have to be at least eight years old or older. And then I remember some of the themes of the show and I'm like, eight seems young. So <laughs> I'm interested to get into the episode or more information and stuff on it because I remember this being a little bit more twisted than Zim even. It's pretty weird. Yeah. But so do you have some fun facts for us before we watch I, our first spooky episode? I do. I got some some doozies. Uh, so you talked about a little bit how the creator, uh, Maxwell Adams, first conceived of Billy and Mandy when he was doing his uh, college assignment. The, the assignment uh, called for uh, just an animation of like two minutes long. And that animation that he created had really kind of rough sketches of, of Billy and Mandy, but they were called Billy and Mandy. And the, the title of that cartoon is Billy and Mandy in Trepanation of the Skull and You. It's online. I, I recommend that you watch it if you were ever a fan of The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. It is really bizarre. It's done in like kind of like a hand-drawn sketch cartoon, but... Yeah, it's it's super weird. But one of the weirdest things about it is like the premise. So Mandy basically explained to Billy why she has a bandage on her head is because she drilled into her skull because humans supposedly have too confining of skulls. And she eventually like helps Billy do the same and drills into his head. <laughs> okay. So that's what that's what trepanation or trep trepan trepanning trepanning is it's like uh old medieval hand crank into the skull kind of thing yeah i didn't i had no idea what that was i was mm -hmm. like oh what a weird title and then i went to watch <laughs> it and uh they, they even like at the end like mandy looks at the screen and she's like she tells the kids at home to ask their parents for help before using home appliances <laughs> like the, so not like a don't try this at home but like make sure they're okay with you doing this first yeah seems like a real dr nick moment like you have too much brain fluid <laughs> he like billy like gets lightheaded in it after he gets his head drilled and he's like bleeding and stuff so it's it's gory and very strange, but uh, yeah, go watch it. And it definitely made it to uh, Cartoon Network, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was the pilot. That was the pilot episode. 
<laughs> Can I just say that you were serious for a minute? Like, what? Uh, <laughs> okay, but is it like on YouTube or is it really? On yeah, like... <laughs> yeah, that's on uh, that's on YouTube. I feel like uh, if that was actually like on Cartoon Network, like this episode would be completely different. Like, yeah, today we're watching the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. That fucking show where they drill into their head in the very first <laughs> yeah, episode. Right. That one. <laughs> yeah, it would have had like definitely older than age eight to start watching it i would think if that was the pilot episode but what do i know, I don't know. pretty pretty bizarre mm-hmm. um so i'll jump into another pretty weird one uh the show obviously touches on a lot of like weird and creepy tones but the ending theme song of the show actually has a hidden message in it what during the closing credits you can hear something that sounds like random creepy gibberish just talking in the back Hold on, I don't like that. It's it's strange, but apparently when that message is played backwards, it's actually the creator's voice saying, no, no, this is the end of the show. You're watching it backwards. Huh. And he just did that for shits and gigs. No, 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 I don't like that. I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, Shits and and gigs is my new saying now. I'm going to use it all the time, by the way. (laughs) I'm not, uh, I'm not, (laughs) it makes me really uncomfortable. Oh, we're, we're going to wait until the end credits to see if we, if we can hear it. Can hear the creepy gibberish? Yeah. I like it. (laughs) Was that a whimper? (laughs) It was. I'm a little, it's a little creepy to me. I don't like it. Okay. I can touch on one more that's a little less creepy to end on. Okay. This show actually likes to poke fun at itself and a lot of other cartoons too. And a lot like the Powerpuff Girls, it has kind of a lot of cameos from like Hanna-Barbera cartoon characters that like come in and out of the show. But there's also cameos and crossovers from other cartoons like Ed, Ed, and Eddie, codenamed Kids Next Door. And there's even a episode dedicated to a character that's like Dora the Explorer. The Explorer. I said Dora the Explorer. (laughs) (laughs) That's just how it comes across. Oh, gosh. Where uh, the episode is called Pandora's Lunchbox. And it's just, uh, it's Dora with this crazy lunchbox. who Like Pandora's box? Yeah. There was also, if I'm remembering right, an episode where they find Fred Flintstone frozen in ice. Really? And he, they thaw him, and he comes back just kind of like like a creep, and he kidnaps their teacher. He comes Fred back. Fred Flintstone as, does. Yes, he comes back. He's like, oh, women, huh? And they're yeah. like, oh, freeze them again. <laughs> their oh property. God. Just grab one, whichever one you want. <laughs> the president doesn't want that. I know, gross. <laughs> but wow. yeah, he just he's thawed and then kidnaps somebody. <laughs> Jeez, we're gonna I mean, have to watch that I, one eventually. I, too. I mean, having just recently reviewed the Flintstones, I can see that as being a possibility. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's on brand. It's on character for him. Mm-hmm. That is the end of my facts, though. All right. Uh, if you guys want to get into watching the sode. Yeah. So, for anybody wanting to watch along with us, we are again watching season one, episode twelve. It's called "Who Killed Who" and "Tween Wolf." We're watching on Amazon Prime. It's like two bucks for an episode if you want to watch it. I don't, I wasn't able to really find it anywhere else. And I wasn't really able to find it with the evil concarne in the episode. Yeah. So yeah, Amazon, if you want to watch it with us. 
All right. Well, with that said, uh, light a candle, get some candy, and uh, join us after the break. There's a pumpkin pail, a witch, and a ghost. Welcome back, guys. Holy shit. (laughs) That was good. I wasn't expecting like this to actually put me in the Halloween spirit. Mm-hmm. This put me in the Halloween spirit. This this was fucking dark <laughs> and weird and twisted, and I fucking loved it. <laughs> Very funny too. Like it it had a good number of jokes throughout. It wasn't just like slapstick all the way through though. Very good. Yeah, I want to say it was almost darker than I remember. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't think they were gonna go with some of the some of the jokes that they did actually how it starts off i think it's called like a couch gag like the simpsons do or whatever where it's different at the beginning i forgot that they did that yeah and uh mandy comes up with like a message before the actual episode starts and the message this time was turn it up so you can hear the screaming yeah (laughs) so right off rip (laughs) it's just a small child telling you turn it up so you can hear the screaming it's great it's very good Billy and his buddy are p- playing like a uh, parody of like Clue, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you know, so and so killed so and so with so and so in a so and so, that type of thing. That was basically a joke. But <laughs> it's one of those old, like, uh, and, and, and I've seen it, like, and I'm sure you guys have before a million times. It's definitely a cliche at this point, but like, oh, the ball or something went to the other side of the fence of that scary house. You know, yeah. it was actually yeah. even that happened in the, uh, in the Doug episode. You it know? did, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, our ball, in this case, it was the dice, was went over the fence to a scary house because uh, they were just mercilessly teasing Mandy for being a girl, which was some shit. Like, you yeah, can't they play because you're a girl. Yeah, they were being a little bit of dicks. Yep. Yeah. Um. So the, the dice get thrown over into the scary house, and they, like, dare her to go get it. And then Grimm shows up to tell the story of why no one should go over to that house. And it was like, it was like partially because of like his voice. Like, it's a really, really good voice for yeah. that character. I know everything there is to know about that house. He's telling the story of the scary house and this boy playing stickball and the last ball went over the fence and he went to go get it and he was never seen again. It was so well done. Mm-hmm. It was actually kind of creepy. Like the... The voice just really worked for it. The cadence of it was perfect. The animation of it was like actually kind of creepy. And I'm like, mm-hmm. it, I kind of got into like the Halloween spirit after like listening to that. And then he, which is my favorite joke of the episode was like, he also like mentions that like a dog went missing over the fence. was never seen again. So he's like telling this like scary story and this like perfect like cadence of him telling it. <laughs> and then he just like, puts a like a missing dog sign on the fence and it's a it's has his phone number on it and he's like sparky and he just like, goes off like looking for his dog it was such a good fucking joke it was like if so found hard. call one five 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 grim it was lucky the dog and he just goes lucky and yeah. walks off screen like he's looking for his pup and it, it's such a smart joke too because it like it was a good probably couple minutes of him telling this creepy story you know kind of like and then no one was ever seen again and then it just ends with like scruffy and like going to look for his dog it was just so so fucking funny i Mm -hmm. i I respect the shit out of the writers for like putting that that in the episode it was very good that was amazing um so then they uh mandy is like she don't she don't give no shits right she just like merciless i'll go do it she's she's merciless 
<laughs> she goes as she's walking through she's like stupid dice you know stupid grass and then she sees a scarecrow oh, yeah. and she's like stupid scarecrow <laughs> like she just she don't give a shit she's, she's mm-hmm. not afraid so if you were to ask me like before we started watching this like hey what do you think mandy's gonna find inside the house i would not have said in a million years that she'd find betty white <laughs> <laughs> but damn it that's what she did <laughs> so the house is like she goes inside and it's like this old Victorian style house, right? And it's like really nice on the inside. And she sees this creepy shadow and the creepy shadow is like this silhouette of a woman. And she starts talking and all three of us immediately were like, oh, is that, <laughs> is that, is Betty, that White? Betty White? <laughs> and yeah, did we confirm? Did we like do magic Google on our break and find out for I, sure? I did not confirm. I can pause it right now to see. Yeah. There's no way in hell that it isn't Betty White. Yep. So Mrs. Doolin... I can't remember the last time I had company. Played by Betty White. Yep. Betty White yep. in this episode immediately. Just it took this episode to epic status. Like it instantly. did. It did. It was very entertaining. I just want to point out. I love Betty White, but she's been playing the old lady character for eighty years, and <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what deal she made with the devil. If it was a fiddling contest or what, or a limbo contest, maybe. <laughs> Perhaps. Don't jinx it for the love of God. Oh. Yeah, 2020 is bad enough. Let's not lose Betty White. <laughs> um, so what was fun when Mandy was walking through this house um, after she meets, we're just going to call her Betty White from this point forward. Um, all of the stories that Grimm told about the, the kid going after the baseball, the kid going after his like airplane, all of those objects were in the house. So she's kind of looking at these going like, uh-oh, maybe there's actually something to these stories. And then like one of the stories was that she fed um, a kid to like her pet spider and there just happens to be a pet spider <laughs> in, yeah. in the house. Um, but come to find out, it's a vegetarian. So it <laughs> yeah. doesn't even... Yeah, doesn't she even gives it melon. <laughs> and then and then Scruffy's there. Scruffy just shows up and she's like, wait. Lucky. Like, lucky, lucky, sorry, lucky. And, the uh, janitor. <laughs> Scruffy the janitor from Futurama in a dog suit. <laughs> I'm sorry. And then like like out of nowhere, like, oh, Mandy just basically was just like, uh, yeah, there's a bunch of stories that uh, you eat children or something like that. And she's like, oh, you must have been talking to Grimm. So she just knows the Grimm. Yeah, which is our not our first signal that something is amiss because the first signal that something's amiss is that she does this weird twitch thing oh, and oh like God. looks like she breaks her own neck mid-sentence and just keeps talking <laughs> which was like we chill all like simultaneously yeah. like oh yeah. <laughs> it was so off-putting it was real weird it was very creepy so we see that and then she mentions that she knows grim and you're kind of getting a feel for like maybe something is a little amiss a little yeah. off with betty white <laughs> She says that she uh, she knows Grimm because she beat him at everything that they've ever done. Mm-hmm. Um, which which uh, what 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 did those photographs include that she beat him at? Um, there was like a fencing competition, tennis, and like a world boxing match. Yeah, the photo was like <laughs> like her punching his head off, yeah. like rock'em sock'em uh, robot style. It's pretty, yeah, pretty dope. yeah. So she offers to give Mandy like the dice back to give to her friends. And she's like, no, they're being mean anyways. They wouldn't let me play because I'm a girl. And that fucking sets Betty wife white off. Like she's she like, trips yeah. out. 
I immediately got excited. I'm like, oh, yes, like Betty White's going to defend her in some way. <laughs> She's going to beat this little kid up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they like devise a plan to scare the bejesus out of Billy, right? And like make him think that he's about to be murdered, essentially. That's what happens. Yeah. And um, so Billy comes into the house and like, what did Betty White say something to the fact of like, We'll show him the meaning of fair play through girl power and a little girl powder and like opens up this compact. Yeah. That was bad ass. It was. I liked that. And like uses this compact powder to like wash out Mandy and like make her look like a ghost. And Billy shows up and she scares the bejesus out of him. But you would think would be the culmination of all the creepy of this episode, but it wasn't. Oh, no. No, no, no. Like the end creepy, like Billy gets afraid and he runs away or whatever. And then what's it? She chases him out of the house. Mandy chases him out of the house, right? Yeah. And then she turns around to walk back inside to talk to Betty White's character to be like, hey, we scared him. We did it. And the whole house is like a wreck and like decrepit and should be condemned. And she's getting a little, Mandy's getting a little like nervous. And you, you see Betty White's character shows up and is like, I beat Grimm in everything. Everything that we were c- competing in, I beat him. I beat him in everything. And she's in this photo and you can see Grimm in the mirror in the photo, like looking at her and she's standing there with the sword that she used for fencing. And like, I don't know about y'all, but I 100% think they were alluding to the fact that she beat him and didn't let him kill her. That That's she beat 100- her, like she killed herself. 100% what it was. 100%. Oh, He's never forgiven me for beating him in just about everything. And it was so well done and creepy. And as a kid, you're probably not going to get it. You're probably going to be like, oh, cool. That was the that was the fencing fight. You know what I mean? But like, yeah. No, with like the voiceover and the slow pan in of her picture and stuff on the wall. That was, that was good. Mm -hmm. That part, like the, when she turned around and saw the house was all in disarray and everything. That's the part that I started feeling like the spooky mood set in. Like it was very, very good. Yeah. Also like the, the backdrop of all this, like was legitimately like dark and really well done like mood setting with like mm-hmm. the lighting the shadows you know when 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 uh mandy's in the shadow scaring billy just her eyes and her mouth is like glowing white yeah right like, yeah. just like it was nice i was i was for it mm-hmm. um yeah and then just to end it with like yeah i beat death by killing myself but without yeah. saying it you know <laughs> i'm like holy like, like fucking mic drop moment right yeah. there it was yeah holy it's, crap it's very good and then the second segment, I think, was 45 seconds long, wasn't yeah. it? <laughs> that's, yeah, that's what it, it seemed felt like. like. It was much shorter. I think that they were probably about even, but it seemed like it was much shorter. And it was definitely more in the realm of funny as opposed to, like, creepy or spooky. Right. But it was still very good because of the, the wear tick or the wear flea. I'm getting ahead of it a little bit, but it was so stinking cute yeah grim grim's like doing like magic tricks and then they're like this is dumb so they throw his hat out the window and billy's friend just like walks by and then like a werewolf comes on and bites him 
Like mm-hmm. literally that happens That's in like pretty tw- much 20 it. seconds. <laughs> yeah. It's just <laughs> walking down the street, uh, saying his like grocery list just and then just it. gets bit. Which, which I pointed out was milk, a stick <laughs> yeah. of butter, a loaf of bread. And Brian's like, That's me. You had to remember three <laughs> things. No, no. <laughs> That's right, uh, Carla. I cannot remember three things. <laughs> um, so, and then happens like my second favorite joke of, of the of the episode, where like it cuts to Billy. He's just digging a hole in the backyard for some reason. And Judge uh, uh, Sai, why don't why don't you do it? What what does he say? Earth is deep. Um, and they don't they don't stay on it. They don't make sure that you heard what he said. Like he just says it really quippy before his friend shows up. Like, no, yeah, it was just really random and quick. Earth is really deep. I thought so, you were gonna say uh your favorite part was the the full moon. That is a great part. So his his friend his friend walks by clearly disheveled and Billy asks him, like, hey, you wanna help me dig to China? I guess is what he was doing. And his friend just like walks by. And he goes down an alley and he sees a billboard for like, I guess like baby powder or something. And it shows like a bare ass on it. And it just goes full moon. And then he just turns into a werewolf. <laughs> and as he's, tra- as he's transforming into this werewolf, he's getting like hairy and taller. He's like, oh no, puberty. Yeah. <laughs> Which is great. I forgot about the puberty joke. That's yeah. pretty good too. So like, <laughs> Literally, the rest of the episode is you could think like, oh, it's a werewolf. He's going to like just terrorize the town. Nope. Billy finds him, thinks he's a puppy and wants to keep him and take him home. And like, just (laughs) ridiculous. Literally goes, Mom, I found this puppy. Can I keep him? And he's like, like trying to bulldoze his way through the kitchen doorway. And his mom in like a sweet, like Tinkerbell kind of voice. No, they're absolutely disgusting, germ-ridden beasts, and they can't stay in the house. Like, what? Get out of here. <laughs> and then Billy bitch. goes, but I smell like garbage, and you keep me. And I thought, like, <laughs> the mom was going to be like, yeah, by law, or something like that. But no, yeah. they just kind of glossed right <laughs> like, over it. <laughs> um, it's not a joke I wouldn't see them doing, though. <laughs> right? So something culminates, and he ends up, like, submitting the dog the werewolf rather to like a like a canine competition yeah yeah well we also meet mandy's dog saliva is the dog's name perfect name for a dog it just keeps drooling If, if you when you first see it in the first scene that it's in there is not a puddle of drool at its feet and as they cut back and forth in the conversation the puddle i don't know if you noticed the puddle of drool under this dog just started growing as its tongue was sticking out of its face I, i didn't catch that very, very good. That's um, attention to detail that I respect. It's very good. So, like, they, they submit this werewolf to, you know, a, um, a dog competition. And it's just, like, his friend that, like, is smart and wears glasses. And, like, he, like, intimidates the other dogs so they don't, uh, you know, like, compete. And when the lady's, like, like looking him over, he's, like, chewing on her head. And she's like, ooh, this is a feisty one. He's Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, and Mandy just wants tells Grim like hey you're gonna fix this because i own you bitch like that's yeah. like what yeah. she says <laughs> and uh she goes you need to fix us now and he goes i got the trick and he pulls out a tiny little jar that's got like a wear flea as he calls it which is just it's just a flea that that it was so cute it wasn't it was adorable and he releases the wear flea it goes and it bites the werewolf but they cut to the flea like just chewing on the skin and it also howls like a wolf. 
which was <laughs> it kind of sounded like uh, Nixon from Futurama. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. And then it turns the werewolf back into his friend who just happens to be naked now. And that's like, they cut to like, hey, we made the newspaper because there was just a naked boy at a yeah. dog competition. And, and, and that's how they end it. Well, oh no! No no! That's how not. They end yeah, they Kayla. End how do they actually end Irwin. <laughs> So they they're playing ball or something, and Billy accidentally throws it too far, and you see Irwin turn, and he like like clocks the ball, and then shows teeth like he's got werewolf teeth again, and just runs out towards the camera into what you assume is traffic because you hear like the slamming Screech. of brakes and a car accident. And that's where they end it. Like, he ran out in the street and got hit by a car chasing a ball. Just random added little dark bit. Yeah. Like, they might as well, after that, shown, like, Billy digging a hole again yeah. in the backyard. <laughs> this time, it's only six feet to China. <laughs> he does say, like, a little at the end, I'm okay. I don't know if you caught that. I didn't oh, catch yeah. that. Yeah. But speaking of the end, too, we listened all the way through the end of the, the credit sequence yeah. for that creepy voice. The creepiest voice ever. It's there. And not it's not even it. like it's not even like edited in a creepy way. It's just that standard like, you know, and it's like, it's a little <laughs> Did it get you? Creepy. Are you possessed? Did it um, get you, Brian? You might have said something in reverse, Brian. <laughs> We're going to have to check it. If he did, listen. It's just, for some reason, it's just going to be like reverse. It's just going to be my social security number. <laughs> <laughs> it's welcome to Cartoon Tonic in reverse. That'd be impressive. <laughs> but yeah, that was the episode. And I think we I think we just about covered everything, didn't we? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, then, uh, please, if you will, join us after this break, and we are going to give our review, and we're going to play a little game. What strange creatures are lurking in the night? Oh, skull face, mummy face, too. Oh, cool face. What a frightful sight. And we're back. Um, as we do on this podcast, we are going to give a review, and our scale this week is going to be... It's going to be zero to fly, zero to five, howling where fleas. I got yes. through it. That's, that's not an it. easy, not an easy thing to say. Flowing where fleas. Flowing I was going to say that no. sounds like it was backwards again. No. Uh, Kayla, let's start with you this week. I mean, I'm going five. I, A, think the werefleas are stinking adorable. But B, I was very pleasantly surprised at the quality of this cartoon and just its intelligence, the smartness of the jokes, the yeah. quickness of everything. Uh, when we were watching the opening of it, it reminded me a lot of Powerpuff Girls because I think it's kind of like styled in the same kind of animation. Yeah. But just knocked it out of the park. I thought it was amazing. So I'm going five. Howling nice. little, tiny little baby wear fleas. Yeah, I totally agree. I think I'm also going five little fleas. I, I like when they know that their audience is smart enough to get quick mm -hmm. jokes like that. And for it like being a kid show that like also speaks a lot of volumes. I really love that. I love the darkness of it. Mm -hmm. um, there was a lot of stuff that came back, like the... The beginning, uh, like the rock and roll hands that like pop out zombie, zombie style yeah. from the from the graves. Uh, yeah, I loved it. Five, five howling. We got a whole fleas. infestation going on over here so far. Brian, what about you? I'm going to add to it. It's five for that first segment alone. It is. Yes. Uh, yeah. That first segment, just the storytelling alone. 
Like mm-hmm. it, it, it was, it was the shit. Not even taking into consideration that Betty fucking White was in it. Like, it was just amazing. <laughs> and to like the the thing that impressed me the most is that like it's hard to be good at being creepy, mm-hmm. and it's hard at being funny. It's super hard to be creepy and funny. Yes, and yeah. they managed to do that like really well in that first segment with that that storytelling that Grimm was doing and then ending it with that the missing dog joke like <laughs> yeah. to 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 to, <laughs> to spend so much effort building that scene that was so well done just to pull the rug out from under you with that small little joke was like <laughs> I loved that so much the atmosphere was great I loved the animation um, except for in the second segment when like the background audience was just like stick figures with smiley faces. But other than that. <laughs> um, yeah, I noticed a couple uh, of the people in the background had like weird shaped bodies and like dead faces. And I just chunked that up to creepy atmosphere. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even the announcer in the second segment, like his eyes were off. Like one was up, one was down. I think it was a it's got, stick choice. It's got a yeah. bit of like. Like an it vibe to it. Yes. Right. Like nothing like, is ever like what it actually seems. Just unsettling. Yeah. And it was unsettling and funny. And uh, that can't be easy to do. So I respect the shit out of the writers and the creator. And that, you know, you, you felt the you felt the love in the show. And I and I certainly loved it. So whole motherfucking infest, infestation of fleas. We got to. Wear you know, fleas. Yes. Nice. Haru. 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 <laughs> that was like Nixon Scooby Doo. <laughs> that was great. All right. Uh, so we have a game, don't we? We do. And uh, it's going to be part can I pronounce it and part do you guys know what it is? Um, so today we are going to lean a little bit into the fear of the season. And uh, you guys are going to see if you can't guess what these phobias are. I'm going to read you a name of a phobia, and uh, y'all get to take a guess at what it is. I'm excited. Let's do it. All right. Um, I haven't decided how many to win yet. I'll decide as I go. There's no bias here. Our first one, we will do... This one will be be easy. Microphobia. Sai, would you like to go first? I'm going to go with... Fear of very small things. Brian? I will also say fear of very small things and or a fear of microphones. <laughs> That's a possibility. Give your give both of yourselves a point. It is fear of germs slash small things. Oh. Terrified of my own penis. <laughs> Hey, that's on here. <laughs> okay, astrophobia. Astrophobia. That's, astrophobia. That's clearly... Uh, fear of space. Okay. I know it can't be as simple as like fear of asteroids, but that's what I'm going with. <laughs> Both wrong. Fear of lightning. Fear of lightning. Mm-hmm. Okay. Astrophobia. Mm, terrifying. This one everybody knows. Triscodecophobia. Fear of triscuits. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you need to be more specific. More specifically, it's the sun-dried tomato triscuits because they kind of, they taste a little off. Kayla? I'm sorry, you were so confident. It's just, that's from, it's from a show and I, it's what comes, I can't remember the actual thing know. that it is, no. Brian, your your guess was uh, the is tomato actually, basil. Is it actually, uh, is it trichophobia? It's triscodecophobia. Triscodecophobia. I'm going to stick with sun-dried tomato triscuits, actually. <laughs> it is fear of the number 13. 
Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I got that. You, you got that. Huh? <laughs> I got that. I got that bad. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Onomatophobia. 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 That is the fear Ono- of uh, onomatopoeia. On- onomatophobia? Yeah. Onomatophobia. Yeah. It's the fear of an onomatopoeia. It's, um, we're, we're few but proud. I'm going to go with the same thing. Yeah. It is fear of names. What? Oh. Just names in general? Names. Just names. <laughs> Hi, I'm Brian. Huh? <laughs> okay. So let's see. Who's winning? You, you think you both have one point? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Okay. Bibliophobia. Oh, fear I, of the Bible? I think it's Brian? just f- fear of reading or books. It is fear of books. Oh, dang. He's one up on me. Bathmophobia. I, I'm I'm lining them up for you guys to knock them out. It can't, it can't be that simple. Bathmophobia. It is the fear of Mike Tyson mispronouncing the Batmobile. <laughs> I'm going to take away a point. I think that's, I think that's my right. Um, or it's a fear I'm, of bathing. I'm going to I'm going to go with yeah, fear of bathtubs or drowning in a bathtub. Fear of stairs or slopes. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Brian was closer. With the Batmobile? <laughs> yeah. Botanophobia. Fear of flowers? Yeah. Fear of, like, herbs or something? Fear of plants. So, technically, you're both right? Okay. Um, Who's afraid of a plant? <laughs> <laughs> Xenophobia. We all know. Well, we all know somebody like this. Mm, you know, it's a fear of xenomorphs. And I will say... <laughs> That they are terrifying. Final answer. I'm going to go with uh, Fear of Xena from the show. <laughs> it's, 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 t- it's classified in this list as Fear of Strangers. Oh, sure. Uh, but I, I, think it's, I think it's Xena, the princess warrior, as a xenomorph. Yes. That's, yes. that's, that is that's my the only f- answer. That is my fear and fetish. So I got that going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. This will be our last one. Getting us into the spooky season. Let me have it. Salmonophobia. 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 Fear of salmon? (laughs) It's too obvious. (laughs) I was going to say it is... (laughs) Oh, oh God. Everybody's a winner now, huh? It is when a Rasta person is afraid of salmon. And how would you how would you pronounce that, Brian? I'm just gonna feed into this. <laughs> Salmonophobia. Salmonophobia. <laughs> well, everybody loses. <laughs> Salmonophobia is the fear of Halloween. Oh, oh. Mm. You know what? We're we're all winners here, in some way, sometimes, yeah. someday. Nicely played. Yeah, I think Brian technically won that, but yeah, after I that last so. joke, I don't know. <laughs> you got some points taken away. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'm used to that. Well, this has been a treat, or has it been a trick? A little bit of both. Guys, we did. Like how we all just turned into Beaker, but with a different noise. A little bit of both sides of the. Brian's I was doing it. spooky noises. <laughs> Woo! I feel like we're all tired today. <laughs> uh, Saya, what you got going on in your life? Um, 
I got going on in my life. It's just a train wreck, Brian. <laughs> no, uh, Grace Note put out a new video, and uh, it got really a really good response. So uh, thank you to everybody who liked and watched that one. Uh, that are was. You were, are you referring to the uh, eyeball uh, sculpting one? Yes, the one, the eyeball one sculpting sick, one. It was the amazing. Old age. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I was expecting like you just like to like just because it was just like focusing on the eye like you to pull out and it be Gandalf like that's how good it was. <laughs> like, it's so 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 good. If I were better at video editing, I would have done that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Kayla, what does a uh, what does Cartoon Tonic got going on? Well, as you probably know by now, uh, Cartoon Tonic is celebrating the spooky autumnal season by having an episode, brand new episode, every week for you in the month of October. I'm very excited about that. I think we are all very excited about that. So uh, there's not going to be a week this month where you don't have us in your ears. So that's the good side. A little bit of an announcement too. We will be taking a short season break after all of the celebration of the uh, autumnal season. We're taking a few weeks off in November and a few weeks off in December so that we can spend time with our families and put together some pretty neat projects that we're excited to bring you in season two. In the meantime, though, if you want to keep up with us, talk to us, drop us a line, whatever you like to do, we are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, Cartoon Tonic Podcast. Uh, and you can send us an email at cartoontonicpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know how you're doing. Send us pictures of your grandma. That's a mm-hmm. throwback. Go back and listen to that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, just uh, actually, I wanted to take a moment to say thank you as well to everybody who's been keeping up with us so far. Um, we have not yet hit our year anniversary, but we are coming up to it. And I'm very, very excited. So Me too. thanks, y'all. We're having a good time. It's been Thank quite a you. ride. And and listen, uh, Jeff and Nick, we don't want to hear you complain that we're taking some time off. I think we deserve it, okay? We've been working <laughs> we've been working really hard over here and we got our own things going on. And you know, we just need a little bit of a breather. It's fine. Just get off of our backs. Also, we love you and keep listening. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's all, folks. Thanks for listening. Bye. Anything that went beyond that fence never came back. Never. You're lucky. At Cartoon Tonic, we drink responsibly and hope you do too. Thanks for listening.